And in that moment, I realized like, holy shit, man, if you don't find your true gift, your true purpose and mission on this planet, you will die and you will live the rest of your life and die as a replaceable person. And that's just not something I wanted to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Ian Lobos with us here living currently out of uh, Los Angeles, California. What's up, man? Thanks for being here. Yeah, dude, it's a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so first question I like to ask to, I guess, kind of kick things off is the name of my podcast is Championship Leadership. So, you know, what comes to mind for you or what what does uh, championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Dude, the first thing that pops into mind when when I when your podcast came across my desk, Todd was like, dude, you're going to love this one. The first thing I thought is self-leadership. It's the only way. Cause you, you can't, you know, I, I have a lot of coaching clients, a lot of high level guys and C-suites or entrepreneurs, business owners that they have a breakdown between others leadership and their self-leadership. And so championship leadership for me, totally 100% is you have got to learn how to lead yourself. You've got to learn how to understand yourself, dig into your stuff, advocate for yourself before you can actually lead at the level at which you're capable of. Now, I'm not saying you can't be good. To lead at the level that you're capable of, to really impact the world the way you're supposed to, you've got to be able to lead you first. And that's, that's, a, that's a struggle for a lot of guys that I talk to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I love that. And uh, 100% believe in that for sure. So I agree, definitely. What, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more um, about yourself? I know you just kind of mentioned a little bit about what you do, but yeah, yeah, talk to us about your story a little bit and kind of sure. how that's taking you to where you are today and what you're up to today. Yeah, man. So we, um, I got out of college and joined my dad's shipping company. Today, it's not a secret because I talk about it on my podcast all the time. Like I joined that because I didn't have the confidence in myself at that point. Now I had confidence in myself on the outside, you know, on the inside, I was, I was struggling to really believe in myself. And so money and success and power became my currency and, and it became my self-worth. And so went in business with my dad for like eight years. My dad owns the shipping company still does today. It's like 40 years in business and did really well, made a lot of money in the mid two thousands. And then by the time I was like 29, I, I was just broke because I wasn't doing anything for me. And one thing that I started to realize was, I don't know where I heard it. I'm going to say Zig Ziglar. It's probably not that. Some, some like Bob Proctor, Zig Ziglar, one of those yeah. older guys, yeah. personal development guys, who when I was questioning, you know, this is like 2011, I started doing personal development before that. And I started questioning, like, why isn't this working? My dad's formula worked for so long. Why isn't this working? And I realized after hearing this interview or this, this episode, I wish I could find it. Like he said, your life grows to the extent that you do. And I, and I, and that locked into my brain, like burned like a brand into my brain. And I just yeah. thought I need to find out what that means. And then I started figuring out what that means. I left my dad's business in 2012, which was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And then I started a real estate business thinking it'll be different. I'll be in a different business. Like most guys. When I get here, everything will be fine. When I make this amount of money, I should be okay. When I get passive income and financial freedom, I can work on me and my relationship will be better. That's not how it works. And so I went right back into same mode, same mentality. Um, 
power, money, success became my identity again. And until my wife came to me in like 2016. And by the way, I was, you know, quote unquote, in personal development that whole time. I was taking courses, seminars, classes. I was, I was doing the work, but it wasn't absorbing into me. I was just doing the work to say I did the work. And uh, my wife came to me and said, Hey, like, if you're not going to do the work on you to become the real version of you, because this guy that's running around with a suit and tie on, that's not you. You're a t-shirt guy. Like, you're trying to be this person that you're not to try and seek this approval that you need, but like you could get it from yourself. And if you can't make that move, I have to go. And I had a, uh, my daughter was a baby at that point. And so at that moment, I realized like you're about to be replaced because you can't tackle your own self and do the work on you. And I talked to a mentor of mine and he said, you know, he painted this very clear picture of what being replaced as a husband and a father looks like. And when I, when I, I felt that so deep into my core, I started getting emotional about it. And then I talked to my wife again the next day. And she said to me, are you really the model of a man that you want your daughter to attract into her life? And I said, no. And that just broke me. And with that replaceable piece in there, because I realized as a real estate agent too, I was replaceable. Every real estate agent out there is replaceable until you're not, you are just a, you're, you're a mouse clicker and a key turner. That's it. You're doing nothing that someone else can't do. So I went to my broker and I said to him, like, this is like the third piece of the puzzle. Hey, man, what would happen if I died tomorrow? And he said to me, the first thing he said to me was, how many transactions do you have going on? I said, all right, evidence number one. Yeah. Gives only cares about my transactions, the money. Um, I said like 15. Why? And he goes, well, I mean, obviously we'd be sad. Are you, are you trying to tell me something? And I said, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering, man, cause I'm having this, like this epiphany in my life. And I want to know, am I actually, do I actually matter in this business or am I making that up? And, uh, he said to me, well, I don't know, man, let's figure it out. And he was a really cool guy. And he said, um, this is what happens if you died tomorrow, if an agent died tomorrow all the transactions would go into the brokerage and we would contact the sellers and we would help the sellers, you know, fulfill the rest of their transactions. And then your check would get cut to your estate and we, everybody would move on and we'd be sad and we'd go to your funeral and we'd probably have a little, you know, wall plaque or something. But, and in that moment, I realized like, holy shit, man, if you don't find your true gift, your true purpose and mission on this planet, you will die and you will live the rest of your life and die as a replaceable person. And that's just not something I wanted to do. And so I got obsessed with personal development and creating formulas and structures for people to work with them because nobody would tell me how to quantify my own growth inside. And I was getting frustrated. And so I built my whole curriculum as a coach to allow people to measure their personal growth and their own development of themselves and quantify it along the way. Because most of us go to a, seminar or something, we get all jacked up. And two weeks later, we're back to the old being. And and we go, oh, I feel like it didn't work. Well, it worked. You just didn't work it. You didn't know the steps of the formula. You just hit the one big blast. And then you didn't have any steps after that. So the formula couldn't work. So your feelings are inconsequential. The formula clearly didn't work because you didn't have the right steps. So I built these, started building these exercises, started sharing them with friends and other people. And then somebody said, Hey man, I, I want to pay you for that. And I started getting better and I started 
you know, going to more seminars, more classes, and then like, you know, working through, and then I'd work somebody else through the curriculum and then I developed my own stuff. And then it just, it just started kicking up and, um, and this beautiful movement in business was started. And then in 2020, I started the men on purpose podcast and the men on purpose movement and community. And, um, I mean, haven't looked back. Awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. That's a great story. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, who are, you know, cause I, I know you've talked a little bit, you've, you've mentioned like, you know, Zig Ziglar, Bob Proctor, but yeah. your dad as well. Uh, um, but who are some championship leaders, coaches, mentors that have really impacted you in your life and always more so like, you know, what is it? Like, what are some of the characteristics of those people that have really stood out and what have you, what, what is it from those people that you've taken to help mold you as a leader? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of people, my dad being like the primary, still call him every day for advice. I'm 40 years old. And, um, That's awesome. and, and now I don't really ask him so much on business advice. I ask him on like personal growth advice. Like, what did you do in this situation? What do you, where do you think I should go with this? I'm going to toss a couple of things by you as a dad, as a husband, right. As a leader. Um, the first thing that I can tell you, I made a mistake on with my former mentors, coaches, leaders is, uh, is I was following people because of what they had, the money, yeah. the stuff, the house, the cars, the planes, and thinking, well, if I follow them, then I'll just get that stuff. Really what I realized from that is, yeah, it'd be cool to have a plane. It'd be cool to have like mansions all over and Ferraris everywhere, but that's, that's actually not what I want in my life. It's not, it's not the end all be all like, yes, it'll be fun. And I'm a car guy. So cool. And it'd be awesome to drive a brand new Ferrari around. Yeah. For a day or two. And then I'll get, bored with it. And then like, it's right. not, it's not deep. So I started to understand that. Um, and I started to shift to focusing on who people are, right? The be before the do. And I realized that at that time, how many of my mentors, coaches, leaders were actually full of it. And they were lying to themselves and all their constituents because they, they were, they were in some fantasy land. And I realized how misaligned they were and how out of congruency they were. And they were living a life over here and preaching about a life over here. And they weren't, they weren't matched up. And when I started to see behind the curtain, I started to realize, okay, there's a different formula here. You've got to start following different people. You got to look at different people as, as, as leaders. And uh, so I started looking for guys that were great husbands, great dads guys that were really great leaders in their business and had compassion. I look for guys that knew how to cry and knew how to share their feelings. And I know some guys are going to be like, Oh, that's pussy shit. It's not, it's that stuff is, is full connection, right? That's a full, full male, full male connection. Right. And, um, and that really started to help me out. I mean, one name that comes to mind is, is a, a mentor of mine named Seth Daly, who was, who owned a real estate brokers that I worked at it for a long time. And he was a guy that I could talk about deep level stuff with really deep level stuff. And there was other guys too, um, from other networking groups that I could really go to. And I admired them as husbands and fathers, not to say that they were perfect to watch them work through their challenges and, and face their challenges and not run from them and not, you know, drink their way out of them or ex make excuses or, you know, avoid them just face them. And I love the fact that these guys had the same problems I did. I wasn't looking for perfect. I was looking for a guy that said, you know what? 
I know what I want. I don't have it. I'm not going to blame and criticize and, and like complain. I'm going to find out how to get it and I'm going to work through it. And that's, those are the guys that I followed. Yeah. I love yep. it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. What's, um, what's his, uh, the vision for you? Like talk about championship leadership. I think they have great vision, right? They have this, mm -hmm. this vision oftentimes that other people can't see or that's, that's definitely bigger than themselves, but also to that, they have the courage to take action on it. Right. Sure. So, um, you obviously have a big mission and purpose and, and you said life didn't really maybe fall into place until you found that for yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Digging and trying to figure out what, what you were doing. Um, so yeah, would you mind sharing that maybe even short term, sure. five, 10 years, you know, time goes by so fast or it seems like it does go fast <laughs> the older we get. Right. So, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I, I used to cast these crazy 10 year visions and, and I think it was just that it's crazy. And I talk to guys all the time. They're like, Hey man, I want to coach with you. And I want you to help me. Like, I think I'm off track. Here's my 10 year vision. And I'm like, cool. When did you, when did you cast this? And they go five years ago. Yeah. And I say, well, how, how close are you? And they go, well, not even, not anywhere near it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> where, where are you? And they're like, well, making great money. I got a lot of real estate. My whole life is a mess over on this side. Right. So one of the, one of the visions that I had was to help myself counterbalance the success that I was having per, uh, professionally to actually having that success personally. Cause a lot of guys who are high level who come to me, they're making huge money, million dollars, half a million dollars a year. And they go, I don't understand how I can't transfer the capability I have professionally over to the capability that I have personally or the possibility that is personal. And so the 10 year vision I threw out because dude, 10 years ago, I was just starting in real estate today. Yeah. I have a, I have a men's movement and I don't touch real estate, you know, maybe as investing like, yep. So the vision that I, I started to understand is, well, what did I want for myself? And what did I create all these programs around? Because I'm nobody different than every average high level guy out there, right? High performing guy. I'm, the, I'm that guy. So it's no different. We all have the same problems, all have the same challenges. We just tell different stories around them. So they all seem different. They're not. We want to be loved, approved of, appreciated, not taken for granted, not look stupid. Like there, there's five easy ones right there. And so... I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, the one thing that I set out on a mission to do for myself was to help empower myself to free me of internal restriction and constraint. I wanted to understand how to not be constricted inside by the external pressures on me, business, money, family, that kind of thing. I wanted to learn how to control myself inside my nervous system, my anxiety, depression, feelings, emotions. And so I started to place I started was I started to understand my emotions and feelings and that this feeling about anxiety was not the same as that feeling about anxiety. And when I could differentiate and illuminate and understand them, like I had more power to them. So I started thinking about like, what is my actual purpose here on this planet? And as I started to build the company and as I started to become a, a bigger coach and even especially when I, when I developed a podcast, um, which by the way, I bought that podcast from somebody. So if anybody out oh, there, really? yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not an interesting story. I just bought it from a woman who owned it. Ironically, um, it what had a hundred bought it. Like what they, it's weird. Was running a men on purpose. Podcast. Yeah. It's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. And it wasn't going anywhere. It was a, it was a piece of junk. 
I liked the name and she propositioned me at a conference I was speaking at uh, where I was speaking about a real estate podcast that I hosted, a, a really big one. And she said to me, I, I think you'd be perfect for this podcast that I own called Men on Purpose. And I was like, first thing I thought was, I'm not getting on a podcast called Men on Purpose with a woman and nothing yeah. against women. I'm just right. What, like, I, I, I understand that if maybe you're speaking to other women, but her audience was men. And I'm like, that doesn't fit. Yeah. Well, that was the first time I met her. And then six months later, I met her again. And she goes, I want you to buy it. I'm about to mothball it. It's not going anywhere. Her exact words. I'm about to mothball it. And uh, so I Googled how to buy a podcast. Nothing came up and uh, and just thought, you know what, man, I'll take a chance. I think that that really aligns with what I'm doing here. Let's roll. What and were so, you buying? Like just the name? Basically. And I mean, she sold me a whole bill of goods that was nothing. And I didn't have anything to base it off of. So I just yeah. bought it. Yeah. Almost naively. Just, you know yeah. what? I, I bought it with an understanding uh, and a vision of what I could create with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. more expensive than I wanted it to be for what it was. And I also learned a lot from it and I was able to, you know, take it and like build this amazing thing yeah, today. Right. Yeah, so yeah. when I, when I bought the podcast in March of 2020, the day before the pandemic really kicked in, right? I realized, man, this is mission and message and vision that's really going to get me through this. And my, my purpose is now a men's movement. What does that look like? And so I started thinking to myself, what do I want to create for the world, right? What, do, what am I doing here on this planet? What, what, is my, what is my obligation? What's my accountability? And I thought my, my actual like vision is a world of men who can free themselves of internal restriction and constraint. And that helped me dial in my curriculum and that helped dial in my messaging. And so when I had that purpose, right, that understanding, which by the way, in my world, everything's a formula. So the purpose actually is what, what all these different things equal. So you got your vision, your mission, and your person, who you are, because you can have the craziest vision in the world. If you're not the person that can actually execute and run it and sustain it, you don't have a purpose. You're just, you're just doing more work, right? So I looked at the vision of a world without internal struggle. I looked at the mission to like empower 10 million men, right? Because I want it to be quantifiable. And then I thought, man, that's the purpose. My purpose in, in life is to empower men to free themselves of internal restriction and constraint. That's what I, in my essence, that's what I love to do. And I believe that I will have made generational impact on this planet when I do that. And that, that, that showcased and like illuminated this amazing path for where I was headed. Now, it's not all perfect, right? It's, it's right. not, it's never going to be perfect. It's a, um, it's a beacon, right? It's a, like most, most men that come to me say, well, I know how to make a lot of money. I just don't know about my personal life. And I go, cool. Well, we need a North star that was sell to we'll set that as a goal. And then that's your kind of your why. And then we, we, we navigate the how and the what. And once I had that, like things started really, really taking off. And I, I dial in that formula. Cause I didn't want to be like, oh, this is my purpose like without thinking about the human being and the measurability. And so I wanted my, my purpose to basically be, to be of service to other people. Like that's my purpose on this planet, to be of service. And my mission and my vision are those other things. Free me to free, like help empower men to free themselves of internal restriction and constraint. That's my mission. And that's what I do every day. And that's how I know 
what opportunities to take, what opportunities to not take, what clients to take, what clients not to take, where to spend money, where not to spend money, where to spend my time, where not to spend my time. If it has to do with empowering men, cool. If it doesn't have to do with empowering men, it's very clear. So yeah. people ask me all the time, like, how do you know how to so confidently say no to things? And I go, because I know exactly what to say yes to, because my vision is very clear for the business in my life. Because I formulate, yeah, I, I don't want to say formulized it. <laughs> I, I formulaically laid it out so that it's very clear, cut and dry, black and white, no gray area, no feelings and emotions, which allows my feelings and emotions to be available for the things they're supposed to be available for. My wife, my family, myself, not... I feel emotional about my business today. There's no emotion right. in business. Like you have to train yourself, by the way. That's not an instant thing. You have to train yourself to it's black or white. I'm either going toward this vision or away from this vision. I'm either on my mission or I'm not on my mission. This either serves it or doesn't serve it. There's no gray area. And then when you yeah. don't hit a gray area, you're not driven by emotions or feelings. You're driven by evidence. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's that's a big vision too, right? So, yeah. you know, makes, I think it should be bigger, honestly, 10 million, yeah. 10 million is kind of a small number. However, like my, my thought process is, you know, what's possible for the world. If in my lifetime, I can impact 10 million men to have that skill. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> 10 million people is a lot of people. A lot. Um, I've, I've always, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but like, you know, you, I, you hear people say, I want a million, 10 million, a hundred million, a billion. Right. And I'm just, I'm always kind of like, where's that number coming from? Why that number? Like, you know, sure. I mean, you know, that's kind of what's going on in my head. And then that probably stops me from trying to figure out what, you know, cause what, what, I don't know if you could, if you could like really, truly, significantly impact a thousand people's lives totally that's pretty amazing right amazing. and think of the impact that that will make like the reach that that would hit sure. so yeah i don't know i just i don't know that there's a question there but yeah. i mean it is one at a time by the way yeah it's right. one at a time there's no there's there's systems to scale it to get more people into the programs things like that or more people listening to the podcast it's still one at a time yeah you know and yeah. and maybe my lifetime you know, people talk about legacy and, and I think, well, legacy is not money you leave behind. It's who you are and how you showcase that to teach other people to be the real authentic them. Yeah. So if you want to leave a real legacy, set your goal at 10 million or a hundred million. And maybe, maybe in my lifetime, I get to 3 million. Well, you know, for a fact that if I have been the right type of leader, right? Self-leader first and then world leader somebody's going to pick my mission up and go, Hey, it's not called the Ian Lobos show. It's called men yeah. on purpose. Right? right. So somebody's going to pick that up and go, I'm going to continue this guy's mission. And yeah. that's real legacy. No, your kids, yeah. your kids will blow through your money. If you leave money, your kids are going to blow through your money. If you didn't show up for them, because they're going to be spending that money to try and get a part of you back that they can never get. Mm -hmm. That if you show up for your kids as the right fathers, there's a father that serves them best. And you're serving the world uh, at, at this mission that you're really aligned with. You will leave a legacy that is that you can never pay for. You can never fund a legacy like that. That's pure human connection. Then on top of that, if you want to leave a ton of money or a ton of passive income, that's awesome. Right. Other than that, though, you got to focus on you and the human that you are for the people around you. And then you can focus on the other stuff.
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, as we, we start to wrap this up here, what, like, if there's one or two things that you could leave with your listeners or my listeners here, I guess, uh, the listeners, um, I don't know, I guess they're not really my listeners either. Right. They're just listeners. They're listeners. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't own them. Um, if there's one or two things you can leave with them, like if they were to apply that today, it would help move their life forward today. What would that be? I'm sure there's already been some things that we've talked about, yeah. but you know, is there something else that, that really is kind of like a foundational piece for you and in, in your movement that could help the listeners today? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that people can start with. The first thing you got to start with is the understanding that you're worth it. And that when you have that understanding, you will sustain the work when people start the work and they start the doing and they don't have this foundation of that they're worth it or that they're worth doing the work on or that they actually matter or that they're valuable enough to spend this time on, it won't sustain. It'll trail off. They'll, they'll be gung-ho and then it'll trail off. So I, I, I tell guys, if you don't believe that you actually matter enough to do this work on you, if you think that you're just the cog in the wheel that produces a ton of cash, brings that home and you're just that guy, the provider, it's not going to work for you very long term. And I'm not into this thing to help you blip, you know, to get three weeks and then you bail out or three months yeah. and you bail out. So number one, number two thing is you got to focus on you. Stop being busy, slow down and focus on you. If you don't do the work on you to actually shift and remove and, 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 and recalibrate in that real authentic version of you, which by the way, that authentic version of you is, is a removal of things that aren't you, right? Beliefs and habits and conditions and patterns that aren't you, that were put on you by the outside world. When you commit to that, you have a sustainable path going forward because you're carrying less weight, right? It's like you want a, a boat to move faster, you, you cut weight. Yeah. You don't put more power in, that's hustle and grind. You cut weight. You want a sailboat to go faster? There's no more power can't right. say there's no more yeah. power in sales. You can get a bigger sale or you cut weight. Right. Yep. And so when guys can actually say to themselves, man, I'm worth it. And I'm going to commit to me. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to stop putting so many things in my way. I'm going to stop being so busy, which by the way, guys, check yourself. You're not that busy. Yeah. You're making up busy stuff. You're making up stuff because you want, you're avoiding dealing with the stuff you really got to deal with. When you do that, when you turn and face the monster that's been chasing you and say, I'm ready to deal with you. I'm not going to run anymore. You have now empowered yourself like 10X just yeah. in that moment. And then find the right coach for you who can take you through structure and give you systems and support that can actually lead you to the goals that you want or the results that you want. And you got to understand what mission and what vision you have for this planet and why the hell you're here. When you do that for you, everything else in your life will open up. Your marriage will get better. You will make more money. You'll be a better dad. You'll be a better man. You'll show up differently because you don't have that extra weight on you. So obviously I'm biased and think that you should go through a program that has a formulaic equation that is provable and consistent and sustainable systems and structure and support that can actually like take you far. Doesn't like take you through a two month thing and then drop you off a cliff. That's not fair to guys. So and you spent 40 years dialing in a habit and two months trying to get rid of it. That's, that doesn't really equate that well. You got to have something that's sustainable. So look in the mirror, 
and tell yourself like I, I'm a convince yourself you're worth it maybe for the first time in your life in your personal yeah. side and then slow down and make a commitment to you cut a couple things out of your life that aren't working anymore or maybe not serving you as well as they should be and um and and commit to doing the work on you and I think that's the best place to start I mean oh, there's tons of other stuff you can do right you don't have that foundation though you're not you're not yeah. going to have sustainability yeah no that's that's perfect I love it and yep. uh so true so many people you know don't feel that they are worth it yeah maybe you've been told they haven't they're not or totally know, whatever so yeah i love it yep um what are what are a few ways i know obviously we got the the men on purpose podcast that we could follow um yep. is there a couple places where we can you know stay engaged with you and what you yeah doing? uh men on you can go there download our free assessments our free there's free coaching guys there's free video coaching courses, there's free eBooks, there's all kinds of free stuff on there, including the podcast. Our mental purpose community on Facebook, also free. I do a ton of teaching um, and mentoring in there for free, just to get guys, you know, just to get that little ball rolling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, podcast community and website. That's really, really yeah, places. Okay. I mean, Instagram, Ian.Lobos on Instagram, Ian.Lobos on TikTok, tons of content that I, my team puts out there every day. And, um, yeah, dude, this is my, it's my passion. It's my purpose, my mission in life. Like I, I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm, I feel so, so grateful and, and um, like at peace because I aligned with what I'm supposed to do and it took off so much stress. Now I can't tell you that building a company like this isn't stressful. It definitely right. is. Yeah, for sure. It has a drive to it and a fuel to it that, uh, that keep me rolling every day that, you know, isn't, isn't just money driven. It's like, guys are getting stuff out of this and they're getting their lives back and they're learning how to have it all in the relationship and the business, you know? Yeah. So it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking time today, man. It's been awesome. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me on.